For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover artifacts from the University Art Museum being repatriated to Italy, the 9-11 Service of Remembrance Ceremony on campus, the FDA approving updated COVID-19 vaccines amid another surge in infections, and Kim Jong-un's first foreign visit to Russia in roughly four years. It's Tuesday, September 12th. 10 of the 11 artifacts seized from the Princeton University Art Museum are to be returned to Italy. These items were allegedly stolen prior to the university's acquisition of them. Today, assistant news editor Miriam Waldvigil joined us to discuss her findings about the artifacts. So I guess to start off, I'd love it if you could introduce yourself, your name, your class here, and your role at the Prince. My name is Miriam. I'm a sophomore and I'm an assistant news editor for the Prince. To provide a brief summary for those who aren't familiar, do you mind explaining the situation situation with the Princeton University Art Museum returning some of their artifacts and what the previous coverage of this is. Yeah, so in late March of this year, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office issued a search warrant for 11 items that were stored at the Art Museum of various origins, Greek, Etruscan, Pakistani, and those were um, seized at the end of last semester in connection with an alum, uh, Eduardo Malgia, class of 73, who loaned many of the items to the university and has been under investigation for almost two decades now for various alleged acts of art theft and smuggling. Now 10 of those 11 objects are being repatriated by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to Italy. I understand you spoke with the alleged art thief himself. What was that like? What was that process like? We were initially not sure at all that we would be able to speak with him because we were writing an article about how he was, you know, allegedly stealing all these things. Um, and generally, we are very few people are happy to talk to us under that context. Um, so, you know, we found his phone number online. We called him the night the article was supposed to go out. No response. Um, the next day, I get a call from the same number to my complete surprise as I'm walking to class. So I call Sandeep, who was my co-writer and the, on this, and we sat down and we got him on the phone and he just basically talked our ears off. I mean, we, we included some of his comments in the article, but he was, I mean, a very, obviously a very colorful figure. He's an alleged Italian art thief. So he told us a number of very, you know, colorful things, including that, you know, the university, they were being idiots for turning his stuff over and that, you know, he never did anything wrong. He just found these artifacts in the countryside. Just lots and lots of very, you know, interesting things. I mean, this was a guy who, he's been investigated on and off since I think 2003 is the year. In 2006, authorities caught him in JFK airport coming off a flight with Roman friezes in his suitcase. So he's been, he's been around. A number of his artifacts have been also seized or returned by other museums, um, including the Met. And to kind of end off, what kinds of improvements do you think the art museum can make in terms of soliciting items for display as it is set to reopen in only a couple years? The process of how the art museum acquires objects is always a little bit of a mystery, which is the case for, you know, many museums. I wouldn't be surprised if the museum's practices had changed since they acquired artifacts from Almagia. I mean, it used to be that you could go dig somewhere, you know, in, in a foreign country and take whatever it was and just take it back to Princeton and no one batted an eye. Uh, but now I think there's a lot more transparency around that. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. You can read more of our coverage on this story at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in our show notes. 
Yesterday, the 9-11 Service of Remembrance Ceremony took place at 9 a.m. at the Memorial Garden on campus between Nassau Hall and Chancellor Green. Religious leaders from various traditions offered prayers and readings, and Peter Villaconia, class of 04, led a beautiful poetry reading and oboe performance. To end the ceremony, President of the Alumni Association, Monica Moore Thompson, class of 89, read the names of the 14 Princetonians who tragically lost their lives that day, and Cecilia de la Rosa, class of 90, told the 9-11 Memorial Bell. This interfaith service honored and remembered these alumni, a poignant reminder among the community to never forget. In national news, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration signed off on updated COVID-19 vaccines from Moderna and Pfizer-BioNTech yesterday. Both manufacturers have said that testing has shown the effectiveness of the vaccines against the currently dominating COVID-19 strand in the U.S., EG5. After the Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices meets today to discuss the safety and effectiveness of the updated vaccines, the CDC director will be able to sign off on their recommendations and the vaccines can be administered. In international news, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un reportedly boarded his armored train to meet Russian President Vladimir Putin. Although the exact purpose of the meeting is unclear, the Pentagon and U.S. officials state that Kim is traveling to Vladivostok for, quote, some type of meeting, perhaps to discuss the possibility of North Korea supporting Russian efforts in its war with Ukraine by providing weapons in Moscow. According to National Security Council spokesman John Kirby, Russia's defense minister, Sergei Shigo, had tried to, quote, convince Pyongyang to sell artillery ammunition to Russia during a recent visit to North Korea. This summit is Kim Jong-un's first international trip in more than four years and the first since the pandemic. Today, expect partly cloudy weather with a high of 83 and a low of 66. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Lena Kim and Oishi Lahiri, sound engineered by Isabel Jacobson, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Lena Kim. Have a wonderful day.